from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. I'm across the country. Wait, across the country? Maybe two hours away by plane with my best friend Keon back at Pleb Lab. How's it going, Keon? That's right. I'm in Pub Lab. It's very, it's very empty here because you guys are all in Nashville. No, are you uh, sure? It's really starting that. Starting a country music band. Is that bad? Uh, no, yeah, it's pretty dead. I mean, we had Tony in here yesterday. Tony Giorgio. And uh, who else was here? There are a few other characters here. But uh, yeah, most of the crew is out, is out with you. Oh, you man. took them all. It's uh, it's interesting too because like PBS, I hear you're getting a lot of people coming tonight. That's what I'm being told. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Logan's in charge of that. After he nearly died last week, he's a new man now. <laughs> <laughs> nice, fine. Yeah. What? So, uh, Austin versus Nashville. How does it measure up? Um, I think definitely like Nashville has a um. I keep telling everybody here, but they don't want to accept it. But it's, it, it just reminds like it's a place where you have like Bitcoin heavy hitter businesses here. Like, if, mm-hmm. if, yeah, like you have like the big companies rolling through here, the heavy hitters rolling through here. Kind of feels like that, which is which is great because it's kind of what the Commons has as well too. But yeah. um, I think as far as like developers and stuff, I still think that's like you know Pleb Lab in Austin, one hundred percent. So. Okay. Yeah, it feels like it feels like a little bit to me like Nashville is kind of like a it's like a Bitcoin resort for no. all you know for like for it's, like all the companies that are in Austin. You know, it's like it's like um, the Hamptons. It's like the Hamptons of Austin, you know what I mean? I could see that. Yeah, it's a 2-hour yeah. plane ride. I could definitely see that. It's nice. It's 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 really nice to where you get really comfortable working here, but it's um yeah, it's. I guess I'm not used to this level of niceness. <laughs> I think is what it is. But I see. It's like a little too posh. No, it's great. It's just that the. Um, yeah, it just. It's just. Yeah, I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's just the. Um, I don't know how to describe it. it. Has a good vibe to it. We had a beefsteak last night. That went really well. We had a panel on Thursday. Is that your first beefsteak? Okay, uh, but yeah, we saw a lot. No, of I didn't friends. realize you were having a header like that, doing all these beef sticks. No, dude. this is this is, not, this is not it. Bitcoin moguls. No, yeah, right. No, uh, no, we saw Tip Tidwell was here, Casey was here, a lot of people that we know over here. So cool. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm I'm uh, I don't. There, we ran out of cold brew here. That's what I'm mostly upset about. We don't <laughs> we don't have any cold brew. I'm not having to drink hot coffee that was like left over from yesterday <laughs> that's where i'm at right now Poor so, Keon. Miss, missing you guys yeah I'll, I'll be there tomorrow morning actually i'll be there for okay. the yeah bitcoin script we're doing that bitcoin script lab yeah so uh is it brill brill and uh <laughs> brill zatan and Topher. oh dude i can't wait to show you the fountain boost uh, yeah we have more to comment on that all right cool um Let's, jump Let's into get the into top the five stories. The top stories this week. I didn't have much time to like do a thorough uh, review of everything, so forgive me if I'm 
uh, sparse on the details. I'll probably have a little more to say in the newsletter tomorrow. But um, top story of the week was Spiral BTC. So this is like a private block explorer, and what they're and uh, the comment thread is pretty good. The the founder came in and uh, answered a bunch of questions. Uh, Ridge Ridgedale had a bunch of uh, questions for him. He he's pretty good at he'll like I follow him on Twitter and he'll like read he'll actually read the papers and stuff. He like really dives pretty deep. Um, but the the founder, one of the founders at least, came in and kind of discussed it. So the thread is pretty good if you want to kind of get a grip on what they're doing. It's a very sparse sparse app, but basically what it allows you to do is to explore your addresses in their kind of block explorer without leaking anything to them because they use some some fancy uh, cryptography. Like here, I took a I took a random address that I found on. Uh, mempool space and plugged it in and they kind of gave me data on it and the and presumably if you know if you if you if you believe their their claims about their encryption scheme um which which you which it seems like it's credible uh you that they have no information they didn't even know that i'm i'm investigating this address despite them receiving them them retrieving information about it and showing it to me so Pretty cool, very sparse right now, and I guess it's just as like a kind of a proof of concept or a demo of of what it's going to be capable of. But uh, you know, kind of kind of exciting, uh, in particular, you know, like the reason why a lot of us run our own mempool uh, dot space at home is because we want we want the privacy of that. We don't want we don't want our IP address to be linked with uh, our Bitcoin address or um, anything like that. And this. This completely this this would allow you to not have to host it at home, but still get the benefit of being able to kind of, you know, explore explore your address. Um, you get all the same privacy. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool. Here's the paper. They use homomorphic encryption, which I forget what that is. I I have a I'm I'm fairly competent at like applied cryptography, but I don't I. It's been a long time since I've really messed around with um, any cryptography at all. So, uh, yeah, I would check out the paper. Check out the thread, mostly. It's a really good thread. Um, I always love it when the founders come in and, and uh, like, discuss their projects. Yeah. But uh, pretty exciting. I think they were trying to do... They, they, like, built this encryption scheme, and then... They're trying to figure out how to use it, and I think I saw on Twitter. I think they were they were they had uh, had tried to use it in some other blockchain project, um, and then found that oh, it might be really interesting to create a Bitcoin block explorer with it, and ended up doing that. Yeah, I always always think I feel like uh, I forget who said it, uh, but I feel like all these other blockchains are just really good test beds for a lot of the Bitcoin and Lightning stuff, right? Yeah, why not? Uh, break their chains. Uh, pr yeah, use them. Uh, use them to test as like reg test, and then uh, come over to the real chain. I think so. And, I, I think the yeah. when uh, Super was making Enigma, he was asking me like what I thought about it, and I was like, "Well, I remember there was a 
you know, poo-poo coin project based on this, and it was called um, Status, I think it was. Uh, it was like similar, but they had a token involved, and so I showed him, and he was like, "Oh, that's a great idea." <laughs> but it was, yeah. So. I think yeah. it's because they had. Are you, the have luxury. you guys been talking about the merge out there? Oh, what do you mean here? At, no, just jokingly. Okay. Are you guys, is that all y'all talking about in Austin is the merge? No, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, oh, it, com okay. it similarly comes up as a joke a bit. Wait, we had a little bit of a conversation around it. I didn't even go to BitDevs last night. Why? I've been like, I've been, I just needed to like decompress. I needed to uh, like chill. Wait, did you go to LitDevs on Wednesday? I went to LitDevs. Oh, that's why, because you went to, Yeah. Yeah, that, I hit my socialization quota for uh, for the week with lit devs, so I needed I needed a break. Um, yeah, yeah, I was wondering how that was going to play out if you had lit devs and then bit devs back to back in the same week. But yeah. yeah, for me, too much. But I'm also I also have like a very low uh, tolerance for like lots of eventy things. It's not really my my yeah. style. But all right, next story. Uh, Bitcoinfacts.net. This is pretty cool. This is also shared by the founder, which is, which again, I really like that. Um, uh, it's pretty straightforward, but basically, you put in a fax number. I don't know anyone with a fax number. I guess I could send. I kind of want to go around. I, I bet like um, Western Union has a bunch of fax machines. I'd love no. to just send them all a Bitcoin. So when I saw that, dude, I used to do this all the time in IT. So what you do is you basically get like a spectrum or whoever you have, they'll give you a number and it's not real. Right. But then you take that number to like eFax or somewhere else. And then, then it basically just sends you, a, you send the fax, but it just sends you a PDF to your email. Like that's what, that's what faxes are these days. Like, okay. like for lawyers and for uh, probably not for like the courthouses and stuff, but like for lawyers and how they're set up, they're all, I mean, they have fax machines, but realistically, like how it's set up is just e-fax straight to PDF, straight to your email, one go. Wow. Okay. So they're like, they're not even using uh, The only people that are anymore. using are like on the, on the court system side. So like all the uh, public, uh, you know. The cities or whatever like you know what i mean like yeah, that's how it weird. was it's in like austin a weird legacy. it's like a weird legacy layer like, but it's just a it's, like... it's a needed legacy because that's how they they're all running like the courts are running like that so you have to have that as a lawyer in your in your in your i guess stack <laughs> yeah so i would yeah, run no, into this it, problem all the time and that's how we would solve it that's um, fun uh but yeah the service allows you to uh send send a pdf as a fax to a number which i guess just gets turned into another pdf somewhere yes, but it does like <laughs> that's what but, uh, when uh, i saw this i was like this is pointless but it's so amazing though it's i it's it's so unique um, yeah but it, so you can send a p you can upload a pdf you have a fax number you upload a pdf and then uh you can pay with bitcoin or lightning apparently this has been out for like a really long time uh simon uh, the founder said that he wrote it for uh, it just had it didn't have Lightning Network on it before, and now he added Lightning to it. Um, yeah. I wonder what he's using on the back end. I bet you he's using like something like uh, eFax or something, one of the other ones. I wouldn't be surprised. He's, all he's doing is just like forwarding it. 
Yeah, because yeah. you could do that too. You could turn, uh, you could turn a uh, like a PDF to an actual fax machine through like one of these services. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised either. I mean, I what I really like about it is how this is like kind of exactly this is like a, another great example of what uh, Bitcoin and Lightning excel at, which is I don't have to create an account or anything. Yeah. Here, I just, I only, I just need to send this fax. I don't want to go down to like FedEx or whatever to send this fax. I just, I'm just going to pay a whatever the sat, whatever the sat amount is, and I'm going to get my fax sent without having to create an account or go anywhere or anything. It's like re- Lightning and Bitcoin really shine. Uh, yeah, in this context. Yeah, this should be an impervious. <laughs> Whenever they release their thing, this should be a part of their little icon set on the left side. Like, oh, Bitcoin fax, click it. Yeah, they should just they should pivot to just doing Bitcoin faxes. <laughs> Although I haven't I haven't used their browser yet. Have you used Impervious's browser? Uh, just what Tony's shown me, like personally, but that's about it. Yeah, I'm excited about what they're doing. Um, yeah, but cool cool project. Another great example of like kind of a transactional Bitcoin Lightning product that doesn't. That you don't lose privacy during to make a payment to, and is a very low commitment. Uh, next top story is Tony Giorgio's AMA. This was the best uh, AMA you've ever had on Stacker News. Uh, I think just it's like because entertainment like the, wise, entertainment wise. Yeah, yeah, because I think it's because all of the like all 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 of Tony's friends showed up and asked him questions. It was pretty fun. Like Ben Ben says here, what is it like to be named after a pizza company? And then, and then Tony shares, uh, uh, he says, better than being the face of uh, the Bitcoin company dot gay, <laughs> which, which is, which is apparently a, uh, a domain that Tony bought that he just redirects to Ben the Carmen's Twitter profile. Uh, it's pretty it's hilarious. So uh, who is your favorite Ben? Weird robot ass. Tony says all Ben suck. <laughs> uh, Bitcoin graffiti says Franklin. Yeah, it's very, it's a very funny thread. There's also a lot of great, you know, insight from Tony in here too. Um, and I, it's really like well worth reading. Like Tony thinks very, very thoroughly about privacy. Um, probably more than more than most people I've met, and uh, it's really cool. Um, he's the most private guy I know. Yeah, he's also he's he's pretty private. He keeps his he keeps his yeah his lips sealed very well. I like was trying to get for years. I was trying to get or not for years for a year. I was trying to get a lot of information about um, stuff he'd been working on, and he just he wouldn't spill it. Like he's very good. At yeah, that. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, but I, I think uh, I, I I was able to check it out briefly yesterday, and I jumped in, um, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, I had a couple a couple questions. I think there was one where you had asked him, "What was it like joining different startups?" That was a great question. Um, do you remember that one? Yeah, I had been talking to him earlier about about startups and you know kind of what he plans to do next and kind of how he makes decisions about. Um, like where to work and stuff. Here we go. Here it is. How do you decide which Bitcoin startups to work for? What do the good ones get right? And what do the bad ones get wrong in your view? He said, I feel like my answer is mostly around the fact that I enjoy new challenges and working on new things. 
He said, most of the time I just stay for a year or two. This is actually really common in Silicon Valley. Like the, the churn of employees is kind of quite high. Um, Why is that, Keenan? Uh, I think it's because there, it is more exciting to just like join and have a new, have a new challenge. The other, I mean, the other aspect of it is there are like financial incentives. It's usually easier to get a pay bump and like a title bump when um, you transition from company to company. Like usually when you get, when you're at one company, it's, it's quite a battle to get a significant raise or to raise, to, to get, to get uh, increase in rank or whatever. So a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll like stay at a company for a year or two, transition to another one where the other company is more comfortable paying them more and giving them a new mm -hmm. title. And that's just kind of, that's kind of the way it works. I'm not sure that, you know, it doesn't seem to be the reason why Tony's doing it. It seems like it's also related to like the, the work being new and challenging, but uh, yeah, it's a very, it's a very common pattern. And the, you know, a lot of startups are like, you know, they don't, there aren't, they, they aren't very good to work for. They're like, you know, <laughs> they're very, they're like very young companies are, quite dysfunctional. You're dealing with the personalities of the people that are running them a little more directly than you want to. You don't have so much um, shelter from HR and like a bunch of hierarchy of managers. Like you're kind of, you're kind of there in, in the place exposed and raw. And unless the, unless the founder is, is very good or the company is, is very good. A lot of, you know, what, you know, what's the reason to stay? Um, that's not, I'm not talking about that specifically with Tony, but that is like another motivation that a lot of people have when they, when they, uh, transition, uh, from company to company. Yeah. So it's, he leaves, it's typically not the fall of the startup. There's some of the things that I look for when joining a new one is that it's aligned with my own personal values. And if I think the work I'll be doing will be enjoyable and I have the ownership of it, and that's, yeah. that's also very common. Uh, a lot of programmers, like the number one thing they want is is autonomy and they want to be able to like make their own decisions and feel like they have like a right. bit of creative latitude, which is like, you know, not just programmers. It's like all creative people in general. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. I think, um, yeah, it was interesting that he said that about the, you had that comment about, yeah, leaving and stuff. I think, at least for me, I've, I've seen it now cause we're doing Plub Lab. It's kind of like a startup. And then I've also was like in an 18, 19 person kind of company that was still young when I got in there and I felt like that was a sweet spot I felt like in that teen range of employees because then once we got to like 30 and then 40 it was just like and then it just yeah I don't know maybe there's a sweet spot there there is I mean at some point you have to you'll you'll have to you have to you have to grow regardless just because there's like too many things to do but um yeah, there is, there are like, everyone I think has their, their own like Goldilocks zone of like the size of company they like. Like I have friends who like really large companies. I have friends who like, like kind of medium sized ones. I gave a talk at uh, UC Berkeley one time about like, if you're starting your career, if you're like starting your career, like a good size company to start at in particular, like if, if you're not like if you don't want to be a founder in particular, it's probably like a medium sized company. Yeah. You kind of get, you kind of get the both, the best of both worlds. And then you also have a little more upside on your, uh, on your stock, uh, like your stock grants, because the company is, is small. It can probably 
it probably still has quite a bit of room to grow. It's also probably fairly well developed and, uh, you know, has product market fit. And so you're not building something that no one wants, which is, which is also rewarding. But yeah, there is like, it depends on the person. Um, you know, yeah. I obviously like small, small companies, but that's just, uh, yeah, I've worked for a bigger company and that man, that was just, oof. You can just disappear in one of those. <laughs> you don't even know you're working. It's like, uh, if you like doing that, it's just not, it's not fun. Yeah, I have friends who work at big companies and they work like two hours a day. Like, <laughs> they just, they just, they're just like, yeah, I just show up to my meetings and then I like kind of do work. Just show up yeah. to the all hands and then just like take off. Did you see? Did you see that guy that like had several jobs in one year? Did you see that? Yeah, I, like, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's that it's that bad. Like, it's really hard to hold people accountable for creative work. You just don't know how much time they're spending. Yeah, and in a lot of cases, and like for programming jobs, if you're like at like a Google type company, Google is still even though Google might have a number of like a bunch of inefficient employees, Google is still making like two million dollars per employee. Like, like they're that's how that's like how oh, profitable yeah, they right. are Dang. so they don't even need people to be working full time that's a good point so it's, it's kind of crazy that's just the, that's just how software works it's just like very efficient um you can make a lot of money uh yeah. from very little work in some cases anyway good good ama with with tony giorgio um I'd really love him to uh, lean in a little more to the Italianness of the of the Nim and like really see him. I don't know, like show up to Bitcoin meetups with pizza and stuff. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he absolutely won't. hates it when people call him that stuff. I just call him. Oh, really? Him. Yeah. Does he? <laughs> yeah, he Why hates he? it. He has a he has a Nim that's like super Italian. Is his, his? It's it's the, a reference to uh, uh, the actor from The Godfather. Oh, is that the photo he has? Yeah. yeah. Apparently, the actor was in The Godfather, and but he was a big actor in his younger years. Who is Tony? Yeah, I have to look this up now. <laughs> Giorgio. Giorgio. Okay, actor, The Godfather. Yeah. This guy, really? Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah, the Godfather's one. good. First one was. But who the heck is this character? I don't. I don't even remember this guy. He looks like vaguely familiar to me. Yeah, I guess if he was bigger in in his teens and twenties and all that stuff. I thought. It, I thought the. I thought the like. Uh, the avatar Tony was using for it was maybe like a picture of his dad or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, oh, here we, we, yeah, we can't we can't all use AI generated art like Brill Satan. <laughs> That's right. We don't have access to it. Technical advisor. Anyway, I'll do this rabbit hole later. But uh, good AMA with Tony. Uh, the next top story is Sats Overflow, um, which is like Stack Overflow but with Sats. So yeah, I, I saw the. I sorry to cut you off here, but I saw the I saw the right. the live stream for for Lit Devs because um, I wanted to yeah I miss my friends and I was watching it and then he came up on there, um, but it sounds like there was a lot of friction 
with 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 that with that uh, particular site like yeah i mean it's still very early he said, i i talked to i got i talked to him briefly i've talked to i've talked to him several times i don't know if he's like if he's sharing his name publicly or not um but i've he's built other projects in the space and so him and i have had some conversations um and uh you would be the guy yeah, to he, talk he, to <laughs> about this. Huh? you're like the only guy to talk to about this in, in the lightning space like how do you do this and like when I saw this, I was like, uh, you should definitely talk to Keon. Keon's like probably the most knowledgeable about this type of uh, framework, I guess. Um, I mean, you, I have a, I have an approach to it that might be helpful to other people, and I think I think about it a certain way. But he has a he has a he has a differing point of view. Like I I tried uh, to share with him like my thoughts on maybe what's going on with the product and maybe how to improve it, and he's like, no, I'm I know uh he's like this is this is the way i think it should work uh, uh, specifically he uses like darknet markets as as like the reference point for his decision making with the like incentives and reputation structure and stuff and um you know gotta respect someone uh having a strong point of view um but uh it's pretty, I mean, it's, you know, so what he, what he said, he said it was very easy to spin up because I guess there's like, I guess there are clones of Stack Overflow that are like available in open source. And he said he just tweaked it a little bit, added Lightning to it and released it. It is closed source. I don't think he intends to open source it mm -hmm. um, himself. But, uh, you know, I don't, if people haven't seen how it works is you can, you, you register... You pay a small sat fee just to create an account. It's like 10 sats. And then uh, you can ask questions, I think, for free. Um, and then uh, what, what you, then people can come and answer your question and put like a paywall on their answer. Yeah, it's so confusing, and, dude. <laughs> it's, like, it's so confusing. So much friction. Like, it's like, yeah. And that's because, uh, yeah. you know... I think I understand it pretty well, but I guess not. Maybe not. Yeah, it's a bit. It, I mean, it is. I agree with you um, that I mean, a lot of people in the comment thread. I mean, there was a lot of back and forth, like, yeah, 73 comments. A lot of people were just like, to really work, this needs ans the answers to be free. I'm not going to buy an answer I haven't seen yeah. is just like the, the thing that people say over and over and over again. Brill said that uh, over and over and over again at Lit Devs. Um, I don't know, but uh, the founder the founder believes uh, the model will work. My opinion was like maybe you can move to maybe you can eventually have paywalls on answers, but it, you know because so so when you say when you say something like I don't want to pay for an answer um, before I see it. What he says is, well, there will be rep there will be reputation um, that 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 suggests to you that the answer is good. You can game so, that though. Yeah, yeah, you can you can game that for one, and then the other the other thing is like, just because I have high reputation doesn't mean all my answers are going to be good. Like, you know, maybe I maybe I, maybe I built up a great reputation on you know answering questions about Ethereum, but now I'm answering a Bitcoin question like. Where does that where does that factor in? 
Um, you know, but it's also very early, so it's hard to it's hard to say. But my my point to him was like, maybe maybe you let the reputation system build, and then you let people paywall their answers like optionally. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what John did, right? So like John, you know, used to have like a similar kind of model, and then as soon as you know, as soon as he removed that 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 uh, that barrier then the people started coming into ZapRite, right? Um, and then you can always add that later, but yeah, you can't start with it if you're trying to get traction. It's just, you gotta be open in the beginning. Yeah, it's tricky when these products are like, um, when they're, when they need, when they like require a network effect to be really, to like actually work and to be reliable, you, you kind of do, want to remove any any kind of barriers but any product you want to reduce friction usually um to people participating and using it um i don't know i think i think what you and you and oscar I always say this all the time people are tired, tired i think what you and oscar figured out early on was that yeah just reduce as much friction as possible it's already hard enough just to figure out lightning <laughs> you know if you could just re yeah. remove all of that and just go straight to the to the product and then you're just using a product like stacker news where it's just like oh this works oh and it's kind of cute when you hit the the lightning bolt you know and it's doesn't need to be more difficult yeah. than that no it should yeah ideally in particular for consumer products that should be extremely straightforward uh you should be you should be nearly able to use the product without like doing without signing up um like that's that's how i think it should be so i mean at stacker news you you can consume content without having to sign up which is nice but uh yeah uh anyway it's a it's a very early product and cool to see we knew someone who was working on a product called sats overflow and they were a little like crestfallen over uh someone someone Using oh wait, there is already domain. another product like this. Well, no, you you know Austin was working on a Sats Overflow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he <laughs> oh, was cool. working. That was his name and everything. He really he he was he had that uh -oh. same name. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, it's cool to see more stuff like this out there, and I think it's a cool experiment, and I'm curious how the game theory will work out. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, if Austin's building one, then, like, yeah, he, he can try all this other stuff that's not working here. <laughs> yeah, may the best product win. Yeah, may the best product win. Uh, all right, last top story of the week is uh, Steve Lee from Spiral did the AMA. Steve Lee runs the open source Bitcoin initiative at Block. So he's, like, and, and uh, Spiral is probably, I think now they're, like, the biggest funder of open source Bitcoin, which is pretty cool. And he That's like awesome. heads up that whole initiative and like charts the direction and, you know, probably has a big say on which products get, get chosen. Um, but they're, they're the, you know, they're the ones that are supporting LDK, BDK. Um, what is this? This is like, this is like remote, remote lightning signer. I forget what the V stands for though. The Bitcoin design community, the Bitcoin design guide, Stratum V2, which is like this like next generation mining pool software. Uh, Fediment, they were also supported that. So these guys are, you know, making making a big uh, 
a big impression on the community and, and specifically like helping it uh, in the direction that it's going. And so really cool to get Steve on. He also was a uh, angel in Stacker News' seed round. But um, lots of great, lots of great stuff in the thread. Some people gave him some like kind of a hard time about like not funding enough developers. And I found that it kind of graded on me a little bit to hear that because they're doing more than anyone else. But then people are like complaining they're not doing enough. And it's like, come on. Like, it's not really fair. I mean, at the same time, I get it. Like, it's very frustrating when you hear um, someone say they're like funding all the, you know, all, all these people. And you're like, well, hey, what about me? What about my friends? What about, but it, you know, you can't, it, no one's perfect. Uh, and I think Spiral is doing a great job overall. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, and it makes you kind of wonder, and, and I know Gemini and Coinbase also, you know, do some granting and stuff too, but, um, you know, some of these other big exchanges, it's kind of like, why aren't they doing any, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it's true. Like you can complain to you can complain to Steve about Spiral, but you should you know maybe maybe a better place to complain to is all these exchanges that are, you know, uh, you know making all the staking validator money and not not um, not funding funding many projects in the space. So yeah, I would start there first. <laughs> yeah. Even then, I don't think you should go out there like complaining about stuff like that. I think I'm more of a person who's like, put it in your own hands and like help your fellow developer in your town. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, quite a few more interesting questions in here. I mean, it's a good thread overall. Like Steve is a, is a very good like thinker on this kind of stuff in particular, like what the entire landscape looks like and what are the real problems. And so, but uh, another one, another question here is related to like, how how do I become an open source Bitcoin contributor when I need when I need two hundred thousand dollars a year to like, you know, support my lifestyle, which I've which I've built up, uh, you know, making that money normally. And Steve says the Spiral grant is a hundred k, but you can you can get other grants too, and we'll support you getting other grants and perhaps make up make up the shortfall. But that's you know that's just the in a way, there is unfortunately like still a price to um, becoming a even with all these grants, there's still a price to becoming a Bitcoin developer. Um, you know, not just not just like a monetary hit, but also you're now like very you can be quite public. Um, you 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 might desire to be more anonymous um, over time as you become more and more involved. So it is a risk um, becoming a Bitcoin developer, and so it. You know, but so it still it still is a mission driven thing, even though there is some money that you can um, make from doing it. Uh, yeah, I think the hard truth is like, um, yeah, a lot of Bitcoin developers don't get paid the mo like they make way more money at like Google, you know. So it's like I think they're I think they're all aware of that, and I think and I also think just like in the industry in itself, or I don't like saying that word, but like in the space in itself, like most Bitcoin companies, you know. Just from what I've seen and heard, don't pay the most anyway. So, um, yeah, yeah. No, it's I mean, it's true. I mean, in a way, it's a it's a nice filter. Like you know, not not being able to make a crap ton of money making building Bitcoin ensures that the people that are working on it really care about it and really think 
it's important and you don't get people who are there just for the money, which is, you know, oftentimes not the best kind of people. Right. So that also applies at a startup, you know, and you want, you want people who are invested in kind of, if your startup has a decent mission, invested in the mission, you know, perhaps more, more equity-based compensation and, and more interested in the company succeeding than them, like, you know, temporarily financially enriching themselves. And I wonder if that's like a, you know, part of what we see with some of these other projects is they have a little too much money. Um, oh, like in 100%. The, in, and yeah, once just, they get to that Series A or Series B, it's like, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. But uh, it's that's a, it's usually a, when you see this, the, the, that's usually when you start seeing the, the slowness to their churn, right? What they're churning out. Um, but when they're young and scrappy. Yeah. Uh, there's a good, another good question in here from Fiat Joff uh, that I, that I, kind of found interesting but he asks yes because steve has a background um as like a a high level like a a director at google so he's kind of very familiar with like management like efficiency of teams and things and fiat job asks if one developer produces an output of uh one to two develop uh, if an out if a one developer produces an output of one two developers produce how you know how much output 1.9 like it's not exactly double the output if you add another engineer, it actually reduces. And how about if you add thirty developers to a project? Uh, you know, how much output do you get then? And Steve kind of responds with this mythical man month um, Wikipedia link eventually, and it it kind of describes like uh, um, software engineering at a at a kind of project management level, and you know it it. It's, it doesn't look, it's not great. Uh, adding, you know, adding software engineers often creates, you know, creates quite a few problems. It doesn't just like add, like increase output. Like the founders that I talked to, I responded to Fiat Joff too at some point, but the founders that I talked to say, say when they go from one dev to two, it's not, it's not, you don't have two X output. Now you have 1.5 X output. So you're, you only have like a 50% increase in your productivity. Interesting. And it actually, you know, as you add more and more, everyone becomes a little less efficient at getting work out there. Um, Just because anyway, of the autonomy that's not there anymore or is because of the coordination of... The coordination. Like you were talking about it, how you you were saying your company went from like 18 oh, to 20 yeah. to 30. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, because it's like a bunch of communication now. And like now you're now to like make things more efficient, people are like politicking and oh yeah you're right yeah gosh that makes a lot of sense yeah very common humans uh, fascinating humans are fascinating those are the top posts of the week car said last week he really likes seeing the top stackers uh tony giorgio he stacked uh 64,000. moneyball stack 42 Kevin Sack, 22K. Dude, CryptoCoin, I keep seeing a lot of his posts. Yeah, he's killing it. CryptoCoin and DarthCoin, the regular stackers. Yeah. yeah, they're doing a great job of sourcing. I see so many I see so many great posts coming from those two guys constantly. Now, too, as well. But, um, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, good guys. Uh, we could look at the analytics a little tiny bit here. 
Yeah. So here's the analytics. I don't know. I almost want to cut the segment because I don't, <laughs> it, or maybe like display it better. Like I have to like go in here and That's be fine. like, this is how many tips went in. This is, uh, boosts are getting, getting kind of nice and sizable, which is cool. We had 110,000 sats in, in total boosts. It's like rivaling jobs. There's like no jobs right now, but that's, uh, it's almost comparable to jobs. So I found out the inside scoop on why Pomp is not doing the, the, uh, the, the jobs. What's the inside scoop? Uh, apparently, apparently, remember we thought that he had sold it. He didn't sell it. He didn't sell the scoop. Oh. No. Oh, he, oh, the the job board thingy. Remember agree? how he used to have that little job board thing for the school or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, he would throw a lot of stats to stackers. Yeah. It's yeah. still around. It's just he's just not on Stacker News. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Come back, Pomp. Come back. How dare it? Come Give back, us your Pomp. money, Pomp. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I saw in some blog in some in his newsletter or something, he had he was like ramping up some some arm of the Pomp Empire where Oh wow. Yeah, and he's like hiring for their like education corporate education. Or I don't wow. I actually forget what it what it was but uh yeah. have you ever met him before uh no no i have never met him before either i think he's like too rich i don't think he i don't think he i don't think he like i think he needs to he probably only he like jumps from penthouse to penthouse like he's never like on the ground you know? <laughs> no i'm sure he's a great guy i i, I haven't oh, yeah. met him but i i just like know people that work for him and it's always like you hear stories but um I'm sure he's a great guy, though. Yeah, he, he probably is. Do we have any boosts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we do. So it uh, looks like our. You know, let me go here. So yeah, we had we had one user, we had one user user nine nine five. Yeah, it's too long. He said uninstalling fountain. I don't know why he didn't leave anything. But then right after that, he goes, but more sats for Stacker News. <laughs> he boosted us a lot. Um, oh no. Yeah. So come why back to fountain. Account? Uh, we like you there. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, really? we had a uh, blockchain boog. He's like our main, our main fan. He goes. Regular. He said, "Super that trickster!" Exclamation point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you did guys. Did people really not know it was it was it was super all so, along? So I was looking through my DMs. Apparently, like Justin messaged me too and was like, "Do you know who Bruce Satan is, <laughs> or who made wow. a big butt? And I was like, "Uh, I don't know how to answer this." So it's, I think people were like really surprised it was him. It was like, it was like the end of a Scooby-Doo episode where he like pulls off the cape. Yeah, it was a little bit. <laughs> I saw him on the Lit Dev stream and he was like, <laughs> what did he say? It was so hilarious, dude. Oh man, it's so good. Yeah, so good. yeah. He's, he's a character and so is Brill. <laughs> but uh, who knows? But uh, yeah, that's all we got for today. Keon, you got anything else? I do not have anything else. Uh, I hope you have a great time in Austin, and I hope all the stackers out there stack a bunch of oh, sat. I forgot to tell what? you, I saw one person with a stacker news hat here. Who? I don't know. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. We were doing the panel at the time. We were talking, so um, I, I'll find him. If he's still wearing the hat, I'll find him and find out who he is. He, he I mean, had I... a yellow hat, and I was like, wait, is that Keon? No, it wasn't you. It was some other stacker. Spreading. Oh, I mean, there are only like, there are only like 20 of those, not even 20. There's probably like 10 hats out there. 
in the wild right He's now. He's one of so. the ten. Wow. Where mm. where can people get the hacker stacker news hats? Uh, they can just like DM me on Twitter. If they want them, they're yellow. A lot of people are like, I do not want a yellow hat. I'm sorry. Do you have a Dude, black it looks, one? It looks good. It looks really good. Especially like some people can't pull it off. Out. Though. They're, they're like, no. A little... So he had, he had like different type of hair than both of us. And it, it, he, it looked, it looked great. I think it's more like a, st- like some people have a very subdued style and feel weird about wearing colors. So interesting. It's not for everyone, but if you want one, I still have. <laughs> Right here on my desk, I have four of them left. Will you, will you hand ship it yourself them. too and everything? I hand ship it. I I spray my perfume in it so you can know what I smell like. And uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I just I charge the cost, so they're like it's like eighteen dollars. You pay you pay in Bitcoin, but it's like eighteen eighteen dollars uh, plus like usually ten dollars shipping. So yeah, let me had- know. We had level 99 slacker in the comments. Uh, he says, I still don't know how, how to work a fax machine. <laughs> yeah, no one knows how to work a fax machine. Yeah, according to Carr, people haven't been using fax machines for 20 years, but we still, it's all a we still send stuff. Oh, it's all a sign up. It's all a sign up. All right, Stackers, it's we'll see you next week. See you next week yeah. on uh, Stacker News Live. Bye, everyone. Zap. <laughs> <laughs>